Are you ready to tap in to your power within so that your business can reach its truest potential? Hi, I'm Candace Haza, and I help business entrepreneurs access their inner GPS so that their business can grow and thrive. You are here to serve and to create an impact in this world. Welcome to the Intuitive Business Podcast. Hello. Today I am welcoming you to the Intuitive Business Podcast. And I want to talk about something today since we've all lost something with a sense of certainty in our worlds because of the the crisis of the of this epidemic of the coronavirus. And even as I say that, it kind of hurts my heart to think that we're here, but we are. It's a reality. And as the schools closed and as people hoarded toilet paper, they were really, what were they searching for with that toilet paper? Yes, it's a necessity. It's not that much of a necessity, but it's a very pleasant necessity. But I think what we are looking for is to find a sense of balance again in our lives. Our complete routines are absolutely different. For those of us who have children who are in school, the buses didn't come today. Our children are at home. And so that starts this internal quandary of like, oh my gosh, I feel lost. I feel discombobulated. I remember when I retired from the university I worked at, it took me quite a while to get back into a routine. But the routine of being on the hamster wheel and working endless hours, and, and I loved the students, but it, the routine changed. The first year, I went to the gym every single day because I knew it was a privilege. I went into the pool and I swam every single day without fail. And I so enjoyed it. I stopped missing my hamster wheel. I yearned for the children, the students that I helped. There are six human needs. There's certainty and there's variety. There's significance and there's love and connection. There's growth and contribution. With these six human needs, the first four are needs of the personality. Certainty, variety, significance, love and connection. But the next Two needs, growth and contribution, is what the spirit of us needs. Right now, we don't have a sense of certainty, or at least most of us, I can say, 
probably don't. There's financial concerns. There's health concerns. There's what if, what is the next day going to bring? We've had quite a lot of variety, so I think we are a bit saturated with the variety that we've had. Significance, maybe there's some, but honestly, I think even significance has sat down. Love and connection, I notice so many people saying, you know, let's spread love and stay connected, and I believe that that's true. I also believe it's a time to step up into our own personal growth and to contribute that growth that we get inside of us. I invite you to take a deep breath in because I think all of us need it right now. As we move into this really new situation where we still don't know what's going to happen, I think it's important to lean into four questions. And the first question is, what does this mean? What does this coronavirus and the shutdown of all non-essential workplaces and what does this mean? I'm going to go through each of the questions in depth, but I want to just give you a pre-frame of something to think about to ask yourself. If you're driving, you might want to come back to this part, but if you are sitting there, you might want to write this down. The four primary questions I want to help you to answer for yourself is what does this mean? What does this situation that's happening mean to your life? and to the life of our world. The second question is, how can I learn from the meaning about this, about this coronavirus? What can, what does it mean? What can I learn from this? How can I incorporate, this is question three, how can I incorporate these learnings into my life. And number four is, how can I teach others this learning? So now let's break this apart for a moment. What does this mean? I truly believe in my heart, and please hear the goodness of what I'm about to say, is that this is giving us a message. And the message is what? to slow down, to put our phones maybe down and sit in a living room with our family and look into each other's faces. Let's face it, we can only watch so much TV during this time. How can we get more creative with the time that we're spending with our family? Is this coronavirus a virus that's going to give us an immunity that we're going to need in the future? Is this going to help us to look at how we spend our money and how we save our money and maybe how we prepare? Generations before us, they were prepared. 
I remember I have a girlfriend whose mother is still alive and she's 86 years old and her husband had a horrible accident and he um, received a, a large sum, one sum of money. And for a while, a lot of that needed to be for medical needs and care. But even with that in mind, it was put into savings and his wife is still living in a very financially healthy state because they saved that money. So what does this mean? I think we're still in the learning processes, but I do know that slowing down is one of them. The other thing that I saw today is I've had this new office that I'm in for about probably two months. And today I saw people walking. I saw a little boy on a scooter. I've been in this neighborhood 30 years, and I can tell you the last couple summers, there hasn't been a lot of kids playing outside. They're playing at home on their computers. And just, I guess this last summer, there was a new family that moved in. And all summer long, I heard these two little girls squealing and laughing with joy. And it just brought such joy to my heart because when we moved into this neighborhood 30 years ago, I had a small child and so did a whole bunch of other people. There was always squealing in the neighborhood and we would um, sit out in the driveways and have a little drink and the kids would get together and we'd play games and bring, you know, different games. Like I think one was Dirty Minds, which is kind of a fun game. And we would do things like that. In the last several years, that hasn't happened in this neighborhood. So I'm going to move on to the next question is how can I learn from this? How can we structure our lives differently that we feel safe financially? And what's a good savings amount? The other thing that I think that we're about to learn is with contraction comes expansion. The jellyfish is at least 500 million years old. If you look it up on the internet, there's actually current verification that the fossil of the jellyfish has even been dated longer than they thought. They can't even get the exact parameter of what this jellyfish, of the, the length of its existence. But what I can tell you and what you know about a jellyfish is how does it move through life? It contracts and then it expands to move forward and contracts and expands. And I believe we're in a state of contraction. And I think and I feel in my heart, we are about to explode with expansiveness. I think there's a conscious awakening happening here too. As we saw the hoarders of the toilet paper, there's mindsets that are different. I didn't think about that. My daughter didn't think about that. Not that we are not prepared people. I always buy the big thing of toilet paper, 
but I didn't buy 10 of them. And I have toilet paper. But that mindset of I got to get this before somebody else gets that, that's lack. That's not broadening our conscious development. So how can we learn from some of the challenges that are coming our way? And that's the question that I'm inviting you to reflect on for your own personal life. I know for me, I probably haven't always been the best saver. I'm fine and there's money there. But reconstructing like what I really needed and what I really want, do I really need it? Mm, I didn't play that game too often in my head. I'm grateful that I'm fine and I'm grateful of my experiences, but that's something I'm learning is that there are times we do need to prepare for, not for lack, but, but for security. Is there security right now? I don't know. But preparing is going to be something I'm going to move forward with in my life. So how can I incorporate these learnings into my life? For me, I'm, I'm pretty excited with the fact that over the weekend, my daughter was here, my son was here, my husband was here. And we all gathered together. We didn't do much. We baked some things and cooked some things and read some things up. But we just enjoyed each other. It was very simple what we did. But maybe in the simplicity of things, rather in the extravagance of things, that that's when we have our best time. I'll never forget this little weekend that we just spent sitting together, and my son had had surgery, and so we were all bonded with the moments of helping him to heal. The next question is, how can I teach this to others? When we teach our own personal learnings, that's when we integrate them into our body so that we're doing this integration of our learning on a regular basis. So what do I mean by that? I mean that from this point moving forward, I'm going to look at things a little bit differently. I'm going to be more prepared. And I'm going to let go of some of my needs for certainty because it's really kind of an illusion. I remember having a conversation probably about four months ago with a woman whose father was in the concentration camps. And I please, I don't want you to hear that I'm comparing this scenario of what we're in to that. I'm not doing that. But I started to think about what she was talking about and how much school he missed on a regular basis because they were in wartime. And I thought to myself, I'm, I'm 59 years old. I was 58 when I was talking to her. And I thought, in my 58 years, I never had that um, 
disruption in my life due to war or something like that. And all of a sudden, I just felt this type of privilege and gratitude for the privilege of not having things interrupted in my life. Right now, we're being interrupted on a massive level. And you know what? You're listening to me. We're safe. And hopefully well and healthy. I think that this is a time of a pivot. It's going to be hitting your reset button. And to look within you, if you haven't been happy in a relationship, if you haven't been happy in a job or with a boss, what else are you meant to do? And in this moment of pivot, it might be your moment to shine. I don't even think it's a might. I think it will be. Once you identify what it is that you want to do next for you, what if this time of contraction is about to be your gift of being able to have expansion? I know I'm in Pennsylvania right now, and just today they announced that all non-essential stores need to be closed. And with that, I just start thinking about the time that it's given us to not be thinking of going out of the house. I know one of my weaknesses in life when I was feeling a bit blue is I would go into like a Marshall's or TJ Maxx and they're great places, but it was like that a couple hundred dollars of a candle, you know, excuse me, a tablet, you know, a new set of towels, things I really didn't need. I was just buying them. Excuse me, I had to take a little drink. But what I find ironical or ironic right now is that we can do something great with our time right now. We can spend it with our family and enjoy each other. We can write that book. We could start that podcast. We can reinvent ourselves in the pivot. What gifts do you have right now that somebody needs from you? For me, I'll tell you what happened in my life when I pivoted. And I actually started a program called Pivot to Profit because it wasn't about profiting with money, but it was profiting with my purpose. For 27 years, I read the Akashic, well, for 27, 30 years, I guess it is now, I would talk to my angels and guides. One day, I was stuck at home because I developed something in my foot where I couldn't walk and the doctors couldn't figure out why. So for a while, I was limping along and one day I hit my wall and I couldn't walk. So I had to stay on the sofa and my foot was in excruciating pain. Even a bed sheet hurt it when it would touch it. 
So I turned on a daytime show and I watched a show about how to talk to your angels. And I started to immediately connect, but there's very few people I shared that with. It was kind of like my private little secret of being able to talk to my angels and guides to get guidance when I felt stuck or when I felt sad or when I felt lonely. I would lost quite a few people in my life uh, in a five-year period. And so then I learned to read the Akashic Records, which was other people's records. Think of it as a Google search for your soul, and I'm simply the voice of Siri. So if you say, hey, Siri, I want to go to California, my voice would say, you can go right for this reason and you can go left for that reason. It was pretty simple and easy for me to do. My guides kept saying, hey, step up into the world and do this. (laughs) And you know what I said? "Mm -mm, No way. I'm not going to have that hairy eyeball looking at me. My ego was preventing me from that. Then I started to feel more and more pressure to do this, to help other people, to serve other people in the spiritual realm like this on a quantum, a quantum energy space, quantum connection. <laughs> I said, nope, not happening. And so a year went by and I had all these little health challenges, which led to surgery, had surgery in April. I've shared this before in August 25th. I came back to work in August 26th. I was diagnosed with cancer. I was supposed to go right back to work. And within a year, I still wasn't myself. And I had to make a decision at the end of December after being off an entire year, what was I going to do? And I knew what I should do. I knew I wasn't happy at work. I knew my body couldn't handle going back to a full 40 hours of week a week with the type of work I had to do. My foot was basically in two departments and my workload was immense. My mind wasn't working in a way that could function like that any longer, and I chose to retire. And that's when this business was born five years ago. That's what I'm inviting you to look at right now in your life, is what is about to be birthed instead of what is going away. What's being birthed inside of you? I invite you, if you're in a position to close your eyes, And just go inside for a moment. If you're driving, keep your eyes open and just feel or lean into this gently. What is your soul's purpose? What is your gift that you know that you can offer to the world that needs you right now? It might be your voice. It might be a hug. It might be a book. It might be you want to be a clown or something even that seems sillier. I recently met a Harvard-educated woman who is a litigation attorney, and now she does something more spiritual, and she looked so happy. What's going to bring you happiness? What's going to make you happy and serve others? 
Remember this started with the six human needs and growth and contribution. When we talked about contraction and expansion of the jellyfish, this is your time to expand into who you're meant to be. This is your moment of a gift. And I don't think that this window is going to be very long. It might be a month or two months. You might have already lost your job. I know already some people have called and told me that they did. And they don't know if it's going to come back or not. So let's live at your cause rather than the effect of the situation. Let's step into the power, the power, the conscious leadership, the mindset of strength. People need leadership right now. They need voices to hear. They need something to land on because every point of their sense of certainty is pretty much gone right now. In the weeks to come, I started a Facebook group. It's, it's called The Pivot. There's another one that's a government one. But my The Pivot is on Facebook. My arms are up in the air. And I want to see what I even said today. I just created it today. And it's talking about finding some sense of certainty in times that are uncertain. And how to create the pivot in your own life. You can listen to my podcast or you can listen to me live on the pivot as well and join in in the discussion. I'm really excited that we're going to have each other to pivot with. It's the first time we're all kind of in the same boat worldwide. Think about that. Talk about connection and opportunity. An opportunity to grow. So the Facebook page says the pivot, finding our gifts in a time of uncertainty. And we're going to talk about happy things and pleasant things and make new friends and lift each other up and share our toilet paper. <laughs> if we, if we could do that right virtually, maybe we won't want to do that. So I invite you to join the pivot right now. Um, so go to Facebook, the pivot, Candace Haza, and let's talk to each other and find our gifts in a time of uncertainty. I'm wishing you love and light and so much joy. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I hope that you feel more connected to your power within and that you take action from the guidance here today. For more information, please head to CandiceHaza.com where you will find more resources to help you and your business grow to the next level.